1: You like your toes locked?
2: I only had it done like once or twice. And yeah. if you know how to do it right, like it almost give you an orgasm.
1: All right, let me see if I can make you orgasm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, you gotta use your mouth.
1: I am. <sighs> Yo, chill. <laughs> chill.
2: Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh wow.
1: Did it do Oof. Orgasm?
2: It's getting hot in here. Mm. Oh my gosh.
1: It is. You feel this? Ah!
2: <sighs> Jesus Christ. <coughs> wow. Yeah. That's definitely going viral. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: She'll know what's going on let's be transparent girl we grown it's getting late so call my phone so we can do this one-on-one girl we ain't doing
1: you it you seem instead. so mysterious
2: mystery like is good it makes you keep wanting to know more you wanna
0: tell mm-hmm.
1: me.
2: so what you want to know everything okay well, ask away
1: all right let's start <laughs> This is <laughs> <laughs> this is Rich and Unemployed podcast, Uncut. I'm your host, Jonathan Dupatine, a.k.a. Finesse. And before we get started, make sure you guys check out the Patreon. Make sure you guys check out the, the website for the merch, www.richunemployed.net. And that's it. Okay. So introduce yourself. Pretty Hello, lady.
2: my name is Jess Brittany. Um, I'm from Houston, Texas. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an understand. artist, actress, and mm-hmm. a... Would I be a fitness girl now? Oh, that's what you say? I just thought about that right now. But I have been on my fitness journey. Like, I just made my one-year fit anniversary. So I've been working out a year straight four times a week. used to be big. Um, I, w- I was bigger. I was, like, 220. But now I'm, like,
1: 180. That's a good size.
2: It is a good size. I'm, I want to get to 175, though. My goal was only 185, and I've, like, surpassed it.
1: How'd you get to two twenty? You stressed out. Um, I was just you.
2: I was drinking liquor, um, partying, eating whatever I wanted to eat, and not really like looking at myself. Like we see ourselves one way, and then other people see us another way. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really focused on like working out and stuff. I was being lazy, mm-hmm. but um, I got in the gym, and I st- well, actually. How I started working out was I was working with these uh this label and they came to one of my shows or whatever and they was like, uh, oh you did a great show, but you need to lose twenty pounds like once I got off the stage. And I was like, Twenty pounds, like I'm thinking I'm look I look good. And they was like, Well, um, this is what we'll do. If you get to one eighty five, we'll get you we'll buy you a chain and give you an A P and give you ten thousand dollars. So the next morning I Did you start I, working out? If I lose 20 pounds and get to 185, that's what they told me. So having a incentive, like that forced me to like want to work out harder because I'm like, shit, I can get all of this. OK, cool. And uh, yeah, I worked out. i started going to the gym at like five o'clock in the morning, going for two hours. Um, I work out with uh, Sweet Peach and King of Fitness, their lovely bodies. Mm-hmm. And um I just started working out, cleansing, fasting, doing whatever. I was real aggressive with trying to lose this weight because I wanted the money and I wanted the mm-hmm. the diamonds and jewels and all of that. Like that's, that was in front of my head. And I just kept at it. I mean, it started to be my addiction because I stopped drinking. I stopped smoking. I changed my diet. I'm pescatarian, So I needed something to kind of fill that void. And then um, I wasn't even doing it for the money no more. Or what they the incentive that they said was giving it giving to me when I started dropping pounds I started doing it for me and I liked the way it was making me feel
1: mm-hmm.
2: so I just continued to do it. How you feel now? Um, it just depends. Well, right now in this moment I feel good, <laughs> but earlier I was like up and down. You know, my moods be like up and down. Like some one little small thing like. Trigger me to think about something that I don't want to think about. And then I got to call my sister. And she like relaxes me. Mm. It never makes me like act out. But it just kind of make me like a little emotional.
1: When you was bigger. How tall are you?
2: Five, seven.
1: you a nice size. When you was bigger. Do you think that. Uh, you was less attractive?
2: No. Mm. Never. I was never less attractive. That was never a problem for me, never in never, my whole life. Ever? No.
1: It was just been pretty bad.
2: A line down the hallway, waiting.
1: What well, wait. hallway? <laughs> Who's waiting?
2: People waiting to do what? To want to be with me, fuck with me, be in my presence, be around me.
1: What do you think is about you that you have a line waiting?
2: I guess for people has been, that's been watching me over the years, it's my personality. But then, you know, niggas that just might have just found out about me, they see a pretty girl, pretty face, fat ass, she look good, she thick, whatever. And then they just want to shoot their shot. Mm-hmm. So it's just different, you
0: know.
1: How, how many? No, not the question. How when niggas shoot their shot? Who, who, who are you attracted to? Like, who wins you over?
2: The person that's the most consistent. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a person that's consistent, that has time. I think, like, in this era, a lot of people don't really have time for you. Like, you'll start talking to somebody. Y'all might hook up, go to dinner, do something, you know, and then it's just like, you probably don't hear from them from, like, a couple of weeks or whatever, and y'all just kind of, like, hooking up. But a person who, like, really, like, on your road and putting in the time and the effort to, like, make you feel like they want you around and you're you're with them and they have nothing to hide. That's the person that wins me over. Not looks. No, I don't like cute men. I like them, like, medium ugly a little bit.
1: What what I look like?
2: You, like, too handsome.
1: But so, like, what? The, why? Why would you... What's wrong with a cute guy?
2: I mean, initially, I don't think they're the cutest, but like once I fall for them, they be jumping out of GQ magazine to me.
1: Okay. But,
2: but you, I feel like you, I mean, and it's not like medium ugly dudes don't be having a lot of girls behind them, too, because they do. But I feel like the cuter men, like they be a little bit too into they self. Like it's like you always want to, you almost like want to be cuter than me. Not me. You might take longer than me to get dressed.
1: Not me. So I don't stand a chance. You don't have a girlfriend? where you get that from?
2: I'm asking a question. Yes or no? No. Oh, okay. It seems like you'd be flirting with everybody who'd be on here.
1: Well. (laughs) 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 I don't try to, like, honestly, um.
2: I think it's the way you be looking at people. Like it's it's this, this look that you give.
1: What what about the look?
2: It's like you look deep into a person's soul. Damn. That's scary. A,
1: it's
2: it's like attractive, but then it's just like, ooh, like
1: I'ma look somewhere else.
2: No, I like you know what I couldn't take is important. Like mm. I really don't be looking people in their eyes. I feel like it's so much like comes with, like, looking people straight in their eyes. Like, I kind of, like, try to look off sometimes, like...
1: It's too intimate Um, It's
2: intimate. I guess coming from Houston and Texas, and and people, a lot of people having pimps and stuff, it's like, you're not supposed to look a nigga in their eyes. Mm -hmm. I've never had a pimp, but I don't know. I just be thinking about that mentality. Like, Mm -hmm. if you look somebody straight in their eyes, like, especially a guy, like, it's like a, a, a way of flirting with them.
1: From across the room, yeah. Like, we just talking
2: okay
1: all right back to my question do i have a chance with you
2: <laughs> why you want a chance
1: i'm just asking the question just for podcast purposes
2: well for podcast pur- purposes no but in real life you said for podcast purposes
1: okay i'm you for real life i mean <laughs> i think you're very very attractive thank you and i think you're single too how
2: do you think that
1: well, when I seen you at the basketball game, I mentioned your boyfriend that gave me your number, the number that gave me his number to contact you, but then you just kept brushing it off. I'm like, why should you keep brushing it off? <laughs> You're like, yeah, just DM me. I'm like, but your boyfriend gave me a your number. you like, yeah, just DM me. I was like, okay, well, guess it ain't no boyfriend.
0: Hmm.
2: <sighs> yeah. I'm trying not to deal with that. Um, Fact, it was kind of going our separate ways a little bit. I don't know. You be having hope. That's why I don't like hope. Mm -hmm. Because she let you down. But, I mean, I guess that's where we at. I mean.
1: You sad about it?
2: My feelings was hurt, yeah. Yeah. Because it was almost about to be three years. Um, in December. But it was me. It wasn't him. what you do? I text. He went through my phone and found me entertaining people.
1: Why were you entertaining people?
2: Just for fun. It'd be like that. Like, it wasn't nothing that I was... I wasn't emotionally attached to nobody. I didn't build anything with nobody um I've never stepped outside our relationship and fucked with nobody um I think this is the best person that I've been since I've been in a relationship my whole adult life like he really like definitely like helped change the person who I am and I helped change him too he's a vegan and so with him being vegan that's what made me go pescatarian um he stopped drinking first and then I stopped drinking and then we both stopped smoking and um, we just kind of, you know, I wanted to fill his cup and he helped fill my eyes. And I just think that me being um, just Brittany and me being too friendly, that's what I say. I think mm-hmm. it was just being too friendly. He just got tired of it. And um, one day we was listening to the radio and I said, oh, this person being my DM, like <clears throat> I told him that. And um, he was like, oh, what y'all be be talking about? And I said, oh, I'll just be LOL and stuff. You know, we was out on a date or whatever. But I had never heard that person's music or whatever. We never listened to it. So it was Mm kind of surprising. I'm thinking like, okay, this is my dude. I could talk to him. You know, because in the past, it has been situations to where he was like, well, you could just talk to me about stuff like this. So I'm offering information to him um, about something just randomly, you know, um, that I heard. And so uh, probably like that happened like, um, at a time and then three weeks later he brought it back up and he was like yeah oh yeah uh you said that this person being your DM like what, you, what y'all what you be talking about he was like he was on FaceTime he said screen share the phone and let me see y'all DMs so I'm like what you need to like screen share like you don't believe me what I'm telling you or whatever so we've already been through this type of situation so I'm like damned if I do damned if I don't so um I screen shared my phone I showed him the messages or whatever and basically uh, one of the messages was this guy, he's a big rapper, and he was like, "Uh, you need a young nigga like me. Them old niggas can't do nothing for you." And so I replied back, "You can't either." And then I replied back again, and I put a cap. That was it. So when I showed him, I had deleted when it said, "Um, you can't either" or whatever, but I kept the cap part. Mm-hmm. So when I showed him, he hung up in my face. But I couldn't, I couldn't understand why he hung up in my face. And um, come to find out, like three days later, he had already went through my phone and seen everything. And mm,
1: you deleted it. Yeah. That's why he unblocked.
2: Mm-hmm. And he blocked me on everything, but he unblocked me though. So mm. I felt like I mean, in that moment, I'm like, you know what, I am wrong. But it was anything what I said. It's not like I said anything crazy. And um, he, I went over to his house and um, we talked about it. He said he didn't want to rush back into nothing. So I waited a few days. Um, that day I went over to his house. He said he didn't want to rush back into something. I'm apologetic. I'm being sorry and this and that. And I'm not really like, I'm not the type of, like, I apologize if I'm wrong. But once I feel like I'm doing too much, then it just makes me more like I have to step back. So it was a Saturday when I went over to his house. And um, he was like, he was about to go out somewhere. So I was like, I'm going to go with you. He was like, no, you're not. And I just got in my car and I left. And so I came back like, um, maybe Monday or something. And then, um, uh, we went to his studio room and we started talking and, um, I had bought him. No, we went out to eat. And that's when I posted that picture on my page of me and him. We had went out to eat, but it was just so weird. It was like the first day all over again. And, um, his nephew had passed away and two of his friends had passed away. So I went to, um, the flower shop. I got him some flowers and I put those three pictures in a frame, put their name on it, um, a teddy bear and, like, two, like, gift cards, like Uber Eats and DoorDash and shit. And I, like, presented it to them. Like, here you go. Like, you know, this is basically me trying to apologize. <laughs> like, because I love you and I care about you and I don't want you, you know, I don't want us to be on bad terms. So, um, after that, I guess I thought we was good. And then. It's just haven't been no communication since then.
1: Was that the only thing he's seen? Was it more?
2: Yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, the day be- the day before that happened, like a few days before that happened, and I went to go get the dog or whatever to sp- uh, to come over my house because he usually has the dog. I seen some makeup removal wipes on his counter, and so I'm like, did somebody leave this over here? Um, ain't he really say nothing. But I say I've never had a nigga in my house, ever. So I'm like, when is, like, going too far, too far? Like... They're broken up. So you instantly, like, we just broke up when, Thursday and Monday you got somebody over your house?
1: He's hurt. What do you think you're supposed to be by yourself?
2: So you instantly supposed to go fuck somebody else or have somebody over your house? Okay, so you use the other one to replace
1: It's not really replace, it's just <clears throat> I'm hurt right now. I need something to take this woman take this woman off my mind. So
2: So you have another bitch come over, spend a night, leave makeup wipes on the counter for me to see when I get there.
1: And possibly to make you feel like you fucked up. Um revenge. You need to feel like how
2: I was only texting somebody. I wasn't fucking nobody.
1: I know what it seems like, but like in a in nigga's eyes, like that's enough. Especially if a nigga, that's a famous nigga. If a nigga can if a if another man can say that I've been texting your girl, that means he got one up. Like you shouldn't.
2: But we never text, though. It was in DMs.
1: DMs? Text, I mean, Same shit. I'm not saying, like, listen, like, here's the thing. Like, when you when you're in a relationship, like. <clears throat> It's a very thin line when it comes to like loyalty and like cheating, like like texting another nigga or entertaining another nigga. If another, if if I can go show another man, yo, I've been texting you like she'd be replying and everything, like we got some type of rapport. Seems mm-hmm. like you're interested. Seems like one day when y'all break up, I might have a chance with her. You know what I mean, like you opening that door like, all right, as soon as he see that y'all broke up, you're going to be right back in your DM saying like, shit, what's up? I mean, I got a chance because you already been entertainment. So shit, you gonna go? So when I see that as your boyfriend, it's like, damn, like she really trying to like have some reserves. You know what I'm saying? Trying to have like a a bench or something.
0: But
2: me and this person literally talk once every six months or so. Hey
1: I man, I mean, then you deleted some shit. Deleted some shit. <laughs> like you hide or something. Like why you just look like that's your that's your homie. So like, man, shit, you just talking shit. That's, that's probably what the issue is, you deleting shit. Like, why are you deleting shit? I had an issue with this girl, right? She went through my phone and I didn't give a fuck. I went to sleep while she was, while she was going through it. Yeah. I woke up like two, three hours later. She was still going through the motherfucker. I was like, God damn. <laughs> fuck, it's like, she didn't see everything she needed to see.
0: Oh my God. You know what I'm
1: saying? like We laughing how heen about DMs and girls and shit like that. So I say, I let me see your phone. Yeah. She say no. I said, what the fuck you ain't know? She's like, uh-uh. I was like, you know what? All right, I'm gonna go. I get up. I leave. I get downstairs. She live on like the 16th floor or shit. I don't know. I go downstairs. By the time I get downstairs, like five minutes have passed. She's like, yeah, just come back up. You can see it now. I was like, bitch, you probably deleted everything you need to delete out that phone. Yeah, for sure. So like, why would I want to go through it now? Like, like you've seen everything at personal about me, but I can't go do the same thing for you. Like, but you
2: know what's so crazy is out of all the time that we've been dating, I never went through his phone. He'd been through my phone like 10 times. I went through his phone once in the beginning of our relationship, never went through it again.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: What's up with that?
1: What's up with what? him going through your
0: shit? Yeah. You're
1: famous. You're bad. Well known. I don't know. Insecurities. Shit, I need to know my girl faithful, loyal. I ain't going through no phones.
2: But I am faithful and I am loyal. Like I really am. But I guess that right there, it's like you can do so much good for a person, and when you mess up a couple of times, because I ain't gonna say it was once, but
1: so you messed up more than once. Yeah. In what ways?
2: The same way.
1: Him going through it and seeing something
2: that he didn't like.
0: Yeah.
1: What if what if it was reversed, and you went through his phone, his DMs? He been entertaining chicks like little ha ha he he, hard eyes and some shit. But it's just Instagram. How would you feel?
2: I mean, I probably would be a little disturbed, but um, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel I understand like like where he's coming from and his feelings are valid. However. We be together so much, like.
1: You wouldn't have the opportunity. No. It's it's an ego thing, it's a pride thing. Like, I want my girl to be like, untouched, don't touch.
2: But I'm not touched.
1: A DM is close enough. It's close enough. How many times has this happened?
2: Probably like four, five.
1: With famous people?
2: No, be regular people too. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You think you're gonna get back together? I don't know. What do you think you gotta do?
2: I've done everything that I feel like I can do. But I can't keep, like, putting energy into something and then I'm not getting nothing back.
1: you to give some time.
2: Yeah, I got. It. I can't. I can't keep allowing myself to like do that. Like,
1: That's it be fucking?
2: No. Mm. I mean,
0: no. What? Mm-mm.
1: You about to cry?
2: No, <laughs> hell no! I ain't about to cry. I already cried a little bit. <laughs> I already cried, but it's okay. I mean, it is what it is. Like, I know there's like literally nobody that can. Like, do the things that I've done. But if, if you know, some things, like materialistic things to me is not important. You know what I'm saying? So if you feel like that your 80, it's 80-20. If your 80% is, I don't want you, you know, entertaining nobody, like, you know, you need to be low-key, and me and you, then that's more important than a person doing something for you. Some people love languages, it's gifts and, you know, stuff like that. So if that's more important to you, then a motherfucker, oh, you can entertain who you want to, then it just depends on, you know, which way your options um, lie. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's just what it is. Like, it's definitely been a struggle, though, honestly, because I I didn't build anything with nobody.
1: You like your past relationships?
2: No, Mm -hmm. I'm saying, like, even the people I was texting, I never built anything with them. Like, I never, it was never (laughs) like... A a person thinking that it could be a chance. It's me, kind of like,
1: yeah. Listen, any girl that I DM'd and she DM'd me back, why she has a boyfriend or husband, I know in the back of my mind I have a chance, and I do have a chance.
2: But you really don't though, because it's finesse, like your name.
1: But what you finessing?
2: It's just having conversation for real. Like
1: I get it. Like if you open to a nigga, like if you open with your nigga, like
2: and some men are like that they don't be giving a fuck like
1: i don't give a fuck i know my girl but
2: i don't but that's the thing i don't want my man to not give a fuck though so it's kind of like contradictory i
1: i don't care but i'm not gonna tell you like i don't give a damn but i do want you to be open about it like shit you know what i'm saying oh that nigga damn me but once i said that's what i thought
2: i was doing though i was being open like okay we went through this before i offered information that wasn't asked
1: you deleted shit but no. you
2: went through my phone. And you already knew the answer. So why the fuck would you even set me up? Like it's like you set me up to make it seem like it was something that you already knew.
1: Well, it's a lot of drug dealers in jail right now, getting set up. It's just how the game goes.
0: Hmm. Well,
2: I should have been doing my part and checking his phone too. <laughs> That's why I fucked up at.
1: <laughs> and then what? So do you have some shit like some, some... some, some,
2: Because, I mean, you saying that you spent the block and fucked with somebody that you had been talking to and I come over that Thursday and you motherfucking going on a date Saturday. That mean you been talking to this person. And they got makeup wipes at the house. That mean y'all been talking. So you try to motherfucking make me seem like, oh, you been doing all of this, but you already got something. You done already built something outside of us.
1: He ain't build nothing. It don't take nothing. You know how quick he gets some pussy? Two days, like, yo, what's up? <laughs> Pull up. <laughs> like, he ain't build nothing. He ain't got to build nothing. He ain't got to be nothing. One date, fuck.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Just, you know what?
2: It take time. But yeah. I guess, you know, from a this man's is, point of view.
1: This is what you're going to have to do, right? you going to have to act like you got some niggas. If, if but
2: how do you act like you got niggas? Like you supposed to post them and shit?
1: Post something. I, I don't know how. I'm not, I can't say exactly what to do, but you got to make him feel like he about to lose you for real. You can't chase him. Because that's just going to feed his ego. Like, nah, yeah, I his up.
2: ego is I already filled. Can I smoke my face?
1: Yeah. Who's JB?
2: Me, just Brittany.
1: Oh, you love yourself?
2: Yes. He does some shit. Don't you supposed to love yourself? Yeah, you do. Oh, okay, yeah. So uh,
1: I never thought about the tat So
2: You never got your name tattooed on you nowhere? No. You got a necklace with your name on it? Uh-uh. No?
0: Okay. But, no but
2: either way, to this, I mean, here, like, I have so many people who has been trying to shoot their shot for me. For two, like, to me. But I didn't just not being entertain Like, I really don't be entertaining people for real. Like that, like to make it a relationship and like all of that. But it's like, it's hard trying to get back in the day and feel like this shit it's watered down. Like it took me, I've been out here five years. Like it took me almost like two and a half years, three years to like, even, you know, get in a relationship with him. And only reason why he won me over because he was consistent. Like, definitely like always like hit me up hey what's up you want to you know like want to hang out want to be in my presence you know he did the things that a man's supposed to do to get a woman Mm -hmm. that's what won consistency consistently like always hitting me up like and not just empty-handed either like it was you know like i'm a certain type of woman like you you got to treat me like a girlfriend from day one because i have certain type of standards that i'm gonna Make sure that a man knows to withhold, to uphold when dealing with me. So, you know, a lot of men just got to stay in their bitch bracket. Sometimes they be outside their bitch bracket. Sometimes you want this type of girl, but then you want to come in and you down here. And then now you want her to come down to you. And it's like, no, we're not doing that. Like, we've grown now.
1: When you say he didn't come empty-handed, what, what does that mean?
2: He didn't come empty-handed to where it's like, he... Gifts? I mean, it wasn't just like, here you go, roses and stuff. But he did do that. And then, it's just like, we was always just doing something. Like, he always wanted to travel. He wanted to go places. Okay, do what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't just like, hey, let's go out to eat. Like, you know, like, he wanted to show me off. Like, Uh And he set me up then, because he told me that later on.
1: What do you mean he set you up?
2: Everything he did was a setup to get me. Because I wasn't interested.
1: Uh Oh. I like them,
2: though. I love them, too. Mm. But, I mean, it's neither here or there. It is what it is.
1: Well, this is my turn.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I'm sorry.
0: I didn't know you
1: could that. Oh, my gosh. This is my turn.
2: Mm. Yeah. You probably wouldn't even know what to do with somebody like me. What's your sign? Leo. Mm.
1: Sign ain't got nothing to do with it.
2: You do.
1: What makes you think I, I, I wouldn't know what to do with this?
2: How long you been single?
1: 2021.
2: So what you been doing? Single man things?
1: Yeah. Working.
2: Yeah. Well, you think you're ready for a relationship? I mean, because you've been dating for a while.
1: I wouldn't call it dating.
2: What'd you call it? Situationships?
1: i just be... I'm, i feel like...
2: you just be entertaining.
1: That's it. Just so I won't be like... Um, just, I can't just date to myself. I got to entertain somebody. But I feel like in my working field, it ain't going to be easy for me to date. I can't do what I do dating.
2: That's less. how I feel. In my field that I'm in... It's, it's hard for me to date.
1: Well, it you, is. You need somebody to understand it, like me. I see you. you know what I'm I see your potential. I see your star. Go shine. Just come back home to me. going want to go to Jamaica?
2: I like Jamaica. I've been there before for one of my birthdays. Mm. I just want to go somewhere where the water is like blue, I can see through it. Mm. I want to stay in like a hood Like I want that whole experience
1: Over the water and shit mm-hmm. I get my passport right next month
2: So what you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> Is this for podcast purposes?
1: No We, no. we can cut this right out
0: mm. yeah. You gotta cut it
1: Brother. I mean as if you're just trying to get over it You know no nah, hell not nah, because what if he see me in the street be like hey nigga <laughs> he gonna think i try to back door him
2: how you don't even know him
1: i met him i met him
2: you met him because when you came up to the window at the place i was just trying to make sure that he knew like it wasn't no type of like flirtatious stuff going on so i was like hey this is such and such he was walking to the car
1: i said something to him you did because I was talking to you, and I think I asked you about, he said you were the nigga. i went my nigga.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, oh, then he started walking in the car. I was like, what's up? I asked him, he, have you seen my shit? He said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe right. he might want to come do it again. <laughs> <laughs> let, let some steam off his chest.
2: Yeah, he rapping stuff, so. over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I know I know what I'm capable of, and I'm not gonna say I'm perfect. I do have some fatalities in me, some things that I need to, you know, clean up as a woman because I haven't been. I that was my first relationship I've been in in like a long ass time.
1: What's your longest relationship?
2: Well, I was in a relationship with this guy, but he ended up going to jail. He been in jail for like 13 years, but we was together like two years, but. He's still my friend.
1: Did you cheat on him?
2: If he in jail, we're not together.
1: Did he say that? Did he know that? Yeah. What did he say?
2: If he said, it "Don't matter who you with, when I get out, I'm coming to get you."
1: Okay. As he should, he' supposed to let you go. I ain't gonna tell no girl. Hey man, I got. But when years. I first
2: met him, when I was twenty years old, he told me he was like, "You are gonna be with me for the next ten years." He was very confident. Mm. I've never met somebody like that. This, to just say that. Just 10. He said that. I mean, that's a long ass time thinking like, if you look like thinking from now to 10 years later, you're like, Are you crazy.
1: I was like forever.
2: Oh. I don't know. He said 10. Mm. What would you say? You don't ever tell nobody that. Huh? Not if you. I would have told you
1: forever.
2: Everybody can't stand the heat. It's hard. But I see a lot of celebrity couples, though. Like, people are together and they maintain it. And it might be rocky up and down sometimes, but they still stand strong together. I think that's the most important part, to, like, be able to get through the bullshit, especially when you know you got a good woman. Like, it's I'm a awful. great person. I love hard. It's not just all about a man, what a man can do for me. Like, I enjoy pleasing a man.
1: It's pleasing him how?
2: In any type of way that he wants. Like, men's shoulders are wider than women because they carry the world on their back all day. Mm-hmm. So, when my man comes home, or if it's a celebratory um, situation or whatever, like, I'm going to make sure he feels the love coming from me, whether it's Throwing surprise party, buying jury, buying trips, buying whatever. Like, that's important to me. Hmm.
1: Do we got to say something or you just do it naturally?
2: He don't ever say nothing. It's not something. I mean, because a lot of men ain't really used to a woman doing stuff like that for them. Like, nowadays, everybody got their hand out. Like, they looking for a nigga. Like, what this nigga going to do for me? Like, type mm-hmm. thing. But... I got my own. I really don't need nobody to do for me. Like, I like nice things. Don't get that twisted. But it's not a need. It's more so like, a, okay, that's cute. I like that. Like, it's, you know, more like a want. Like, I don't need it, though. Because rather somebody walks out my life a night, a night like, I'm still going to be good regardless. It's not going to change um, my situation.
1: Mm. So what else besides... Buy gifts. What
2: else? I'm your backbone, your piece. Um, wherever you need me at, I'm there to to help, assist, whatever it is.
1: Are you affectionate?
2: I'm very affectionate. Um, I love physical touch.
1: Me too. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I love physical touch. Like Me too. I be touching all I love like, to cuddle. Me too. Like, that's my favorite thing. Like, I like kisses on my neck. What? <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what you do.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> Go this ahead, continue. What, do. What, what else you like? What yeah. else you like?
2: I like words of um, admiration. Like, I like to be feel. Like, I just like to feel that, oh, I'm so in love. I like that feeling. Mm-hmm. I like to feel like a woman. Like, I like to feel um, soft. I like to, like, like I don't want to be manly or I have to get angry and raise my voice. I like to cook. I like to clean. I like to fold your clothes up and put them, um, organize them in a drawer. I like to do everything, like, that a woman like to do. Well, women like me like to do. But it's so crazy because you do all of that for other people and then like you kinda get lazy with yourself.
1: Hmm. I know feel fella. You was raised with like your mom and daddy? My mom. Where your daddy was at? In the hood. Debbie? My
2: yeah. daddy got like sixteen kids.
1: Sixteen?
2: Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Damn. What number you is? mm
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know, actually. I got to ask them. Yeah. So, and then everybody in my family, like, they rely on me, too. So, if I feel like I can get a little here and put that over there, then that just be my mentality. It really don't be like I'm um, attached to something. I'm always thinking about the next move or the next step or, you know, what I'm able to do for my family and people
1: you know they love you in prison
2: i know that my pictures is all over prison they was over there for a long time um i was thinking about doing a magazine next i mean a a calendar you should and selling it you know in the prison a lot of men come home and tell me that they have watched me in in prison i do how long you was in prison for?
1: Like three years.
2: You was in the feds? Mm-hmm. What well, she was watching it on?
1: TV. <laughs> TV. Because
2: I was on DJ Clay, DJ K Slades magazine. Um, and I did a few other magazines and stuff, so I thought like maybe y'all can see them in the magazine.
1: Nah, I think you definitely was in magazines. I definitely you definitely on people's walls. Um, like niggas be having like these collages, like. Of women, the magazines. But like, yeah, this is my girlfriend right here, bro. But now I, I only seen you really on TV, though. I love hip hop.
2: Oh, and what you say when you see me?
1: You, you look good.
2: Uh, do I look better in person?
1: I think so, for sure. I think seeing your body in person just makes you look way better. The face looks the same, for sure.
2: It looks smaller. But do I still got a big head?
1: definitely got a big head but it matches your body it ain't like a big
2: head <laughs> it used to be bigger it ain't got a little smaller now
1: yeah I seemed like it before and after it definitely are like, you still pretty then when you had to wait on you but like now that you lost weight, it's like damn
2: it's more fit I, i'm just like that thick girl stuff like it's cool but it's just like that era is like gone like i could still be thick and like slim thick like and look good. I see a lot of women that's slim, thick, and they look beautiful. They look good, like so. I was kind of trying to get down to that. Slim, space. thick, yeah. You need
1: to stay just like that, maybe like five more pounds, but definitely
2: 175, maybe.
1: Yeah, all the girls in Houston like you, yeah. I
2: think you probably. have some
1: fine ass girls in Houston. That's why I can't move down there.
2: Yeah, I'm from Houston. And then everybody be asking me, why are you staying in Atlanta? Houston lit. I'm like, everything that y'all experiencing, I done that shit a hundred times. So, y'all just going to do everything that I've already did.
1: Atlanta's an upgrade, for
2: sure. Yeah, for sure.
1: And people be moving to Atlanta, so Houston, I was like, bro, it ain't it ain't shit. Like, it's, just, it's the same shit. The same. It is.
2: It's like they cousins. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. If you want to go to your cousin's house, you go to Houston. Mm-hmm. Stay for a little while. You know, your cousin going to let you do everything you want to do. When you come back home, you can still do the same thing, but you don't do it as much because you're at home, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to be a little chill.
1: Why you don't do Love Hip Hop no more?
2: Um, I did one season, season seven. Um, I mean, I would do it again, but you just got to come back around.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you doing anything in TV? Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. I got some things I'm working on right now, but um, no, not right now. Not in this moment, but I do have some things that I'm working on. I'm but to- I want to do my own like little <sighs> season of something because my life story is like so crazy.
1: Like your own reality show?
2: Not a reality show, like maybe like a movie or because my story is like, wow. What's your story? Um. well, a certain part of my life story is, is wild. What part is that? Um. So, I graduated high school when I was 16 years old. I was valedictorian. My little sister was dating this older guy and his sister, she used to always like be out at the clubs and stuff or whatever. So, once I got out of school, I was like, you know what, I could wait a few years and then I'll go to college. So, I waited or whatever. So, She was like, oh, y'all need to come to the club or whatever. And I ain't even, like, I've never been to a real club or nothing like that. So I started, like, getting to the party scene a little bit. So I end up um, going to this club every weekend, um, candy shopping connections back in Houston. At this time, I was, like, 17, maybe. Um, So my older sister, she ended up being pregnant with her first child, my nephew. And so my mom would tell us to come in the house at a certain time. But I wanted to go out to the club because now I'm getting introduced to, like, boys and this scene it's like a bigger world than us staying in the hood and raw poems where it's just you and your neighbors and y'all grew up together and everything like that um so I started going out um and then I started dating this I met this older guy or whatever he was like a few years older than me and he was in his blue hummer he had this blue fur jacket on like he just was like everything to me at the time and so um I told one of my homegirls to go up to him and tell him I wanted his number. So she ended up getting his number for me. And then she ended up giving him my number. And um he called me like four days later. So me and him start, you know, talking. We start linking up or whatever, going out to eat, you know, hanging. He'll always come to my at this I think I'm like eighteen now. He started coming to my house, but I was never like going to his house. I never went to his house before. We'll meet up in my house or either hotels or um, you know, just going on a little date and stuff. So we dating probably like six seven months um at this time i was really like kind of outside like i was doing doing shit like i didn't ran out of stove before I closed.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i was hanging around a whole bunch of like older people that was like doing all this stuff shit everybody was trying to figure out how to get money like i done did a few things or whatever so i had money at a young age um and i would just buy him everything like shoes tvs he was smoking cigarettes. I hated it, but I bought him cartons of cigarettes, gave him money. Where you get money from? I was out, I was in the streets. I was in the streets.
1: Doing what? <sighs> you were something?
2: Don't play with me. I, mean, I was I'm finessing, finess- doing scamming, doing okay, okay, right. that type of shit. Like, you know, with my cousins and people that I knew. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't called that a long time ago. I don't know what it was called, but it was something. Um... And um, me and him was dating, so we would always meet up at the club that, on the weekends. So it's probably like six, seven months in of us, like you know, like we really into our relationship. Like I literally moved to a whole nother side. I moved from the from the um from like uh, the medical center to like deep in the southwest, like Dairy Ashford. Like it's really far. People from Houston know what I'm talking about. And um, I just did everything that I that I needed to do because I wanted to let him know, like I really fuck with you, like whatever you need. Whatever, I'll do anything to like be closer to you. um, My house got flooded out. um, Nothing had to do with him, but I'm just like, well, damn, that must have been a sign. Like, I needed to not move over here. But, anyways, one day we at the club and this girl pulls up and she was like, yeah, there go that bitch right there. And I'm like, um, hmm, like I'm looking around because at this point I had a 1992 Ford Taurus, and I didn't like park in the front, I parked like all the way across the street. Um, Prior to that happening, like, I used to be in a club, I used to win spinners, I used to win grills, I used to win fucking money, like, me and my clicker girls, like, it was another clicker girls, they didn't like us, so every time they seen us, like, we skipping the line, Captain Jack, Big Steve, like, you know, it was free before 11, the 11 o'clock line was long than a bitch, but I never had to stand in line. So this guy had came up to me one day, and he was like, man, like, you need to come to my club, you need to come dance at my club, and I'm like, I am dancing at your club. He was like, no, you need to come dance at my strip club, and I'm like nigga I ain't coming to no fucking strip club like the fuck so I ended up taking his car um so back to in the parking lot the girl she was like there she go right there and I'm like there she go so I'm walking across the street and my homegirls they talking to niggas in the parking lot and shit or whatever the case may be so I get to the median and then I see her like drive up she like come get this ring come get this ring to the nigga that I was that I've been talking to all this time and so my heart dropped to the floor and he was like man I don't even know her Whatever, whatever. Yes. The nigga said he don't know me. So I just like, what the fuck? Like, I think I dropped to my knees and like start crying. It was real dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) I was so hurt. I was. I'm like, this nigga said he don't know me. What? So by this time, my friends come running across the street. Brittany, what's wrong? What's wrong? And so I tell them the whole story, and they, like, motherfucking cursing them out. My sister, she ain't give a damn. She Anybody go when it comes to me. And so they start cursing them mine and doing all the type of stuff like that. So I get in the car. I go home. I'm crying like that. And so the next day, I had hit the dude up. I had his car in my purse, and I'm like, let me call him. So I called him, and I was like, hey, um, I met you at Katie's shop. Um, you told me to come to your club. He was like, oh, hey, Brittany. His name was Big Key. He owned a club called Blue Fame in Houston. And I was like, um, I want to come to your club and dance. He's like, oh, you re- you ready to come? I was like, yeah. So I got to the club. What so
1: you was doing? Because you were stressed out? What? Yeah,
2: hurt? I was hurt. I was like, fuck it. I'm about to go to the strip club. Yeah. And fuck it. I'm just about to be a dancer at this point. Because I didn't want to go to that club no more because he always at that club. Uh-huh. And I didn't want to see the girl. Like I just was like, you know what? I'm done doing this. I'm about to go over here and see what they talking about. Start a new life.
1: Yeah. In the strip club.
2: In the strip club. So I got to the club and like I opened the door and then the little things that was coming down from it, the blue lights, the red lights, and I opened it and it was like beautiful ladies on stage and money was flying slow motion. I'm like, this is where I need to be. Like this is where I need to be. So I see him. He was like, you can start tonight if you want to. And I'm like, for real. He was like, yeah, but you know you gotta get naked though. I said, I don't want to get naked. Like this is my first day. Like let me warm up. He was like, all right, you can dance on the backstage. So I, did, I went home, got my baby fat outfit or whatever. I didn't have dance clothes or nothing. I'm just thinking like, when you say go get dance clothes, I'm like, well, shit, I see people in two pieces and heels. I had like a pink baby fat bathing suit and some, and some tan baby fat heels. Like I thought I was a shit, but I wasn't. But I looked good though. So I danced on the backstage for a, a little while or whatever. So like probably like um, the next week or two, um, I see this girl on stage and I'm like, damn. She do kind of look familiar. So it end up by this time, like um, no, it wasn't a few weeks, probably like a few months. I end up being like the popular girl on stage now. I mean in the club now, because I'm the new face, you know, I'm I'm young, I'm fine. Like now all the niggas that, you know what I'm saying, they've been tipping the other girls and throwing money at them, like now I lay eyes on me. So now Big Keith, like, you need to move to the front stage, like it's about that time. So I get on the front stage, but then I see this girl or whatever, and I'm like, damn, she look familiar. And, um, this guy, they was big money spenders in the club. They end up telling me to come over there or whatever. So I come to the, to the section. Um, and it's the girl who said, get this ring back. She works at the club. Mm. So now her clientele is like all up on me, but she can't be mad at me because they, they, um, is the person that told me to come over there. So now we gotta dance together and spend and, and make money together. They don't even know what the fuck going on. So, um, I was still talking to. The, I, I ended up still talking to him, like you know, whatever, because he found out I was dancing. He was like, "Why the fuck you in the strip club?" Da, 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 whatever. But I wasn't trying to hit him for one second. I liked him so much to where it's like at that time, like I was willing to give all my money to him, like everything that I made.
1: You got pimped. That
2: I never got pimped. I had a thought, but I never <laughs> acted on the thought. Okay. I never acted on the thought. But that was just. I never told nobody that part. But. At a point, I was like, damn, like, I like this nigga so much. Like, it's so crazy that we run towards, like, red flags. And at that moment in my life, I kind of, like, liked it.
0: I
1: need to find Weird. somebody like you.
2: So, Maybe now you me, hold on, wait. This, it gets better. Okay. So, now um, me and her, we dancing together, whatever. We got to make money together and shit. Now we getting on the big stage together, whatever. Now we, like, kind of, like, we, we got a look cool. We never said nothing, like, really to each other about him. But we was, it worked. We was both. So
1: she knew who he was.
2: Yes. okay.
1: You never talked about it?
2: No, we never talked about it. So one day, um, the guys that was, you know, the big money spenders in the club, um, they wanted to leave the club over because they were still spending money drinking or whatever. So the, the main dude, he was like, come over here. Like me and him had got cool or whatever. He was like, come sit on my lap or whatever. And so she came and sat on his other lap. Like one leg she sat on and I sat on the other leg. So I'm like almost drunker at this point. And so next thing I know, she kissed me in the mouth. Me and her start kissing. And we end up going together for like a year. It ended up being my girlfriend.
1: Did you ever talk about it?
2: We kind of sort of talked about it, but then we end up like not talking about it because she was still fucking with him and I was still talking to him. So now like we, <laughs> it was a weird situation. Um, but that kinda like went down the drain or whatever. now we start hanging with the with the uh with the uh with the D boys or whatever. So one day they was like, Hey, you wanna make some money? We was like, Yeah And so um they was like, Well all we need y'all to do is ride up in the car with us and um we got something in the trunk or whatever. He was like, Y'all ain't gonna get it if we get pulled over or whatever, you know what I'm saying, we gonna make sure y'all straight. So I'm questioning, like, damn, but then I'm thinking about the money. So I was like, Fuck it. We end up taking a ride and so everything good. We literally like hour away we went to like mississippi or memphis or something was, like six hours seven hours away from houston and so all i hear is Dur-ur-ur-ur. the police pull up my heart beating i was sleeping i woke up fast my heart beating in the bitch they take everybody out the car and um they was like oh can we uh you were speeding can you uh can we check the trunk or whatever so they check the trunk open the trunk it's laundry baskets Is it's clothes it's fucking everything um in the car. So they opened this uh this box or whatever, a laundry detergent box. They opened the box. And um the stuff was in the box, but they didn't know because the I way look, that they did it.
0: I look like dirty.
2: Yeah. So they let us go, put us back in the car. We end up leaving. So um by this time Blue Flame had ended up calming down. It wasn't a hot spot no more. Another club opened up on the southwest side. The first club on the southwest side was D.C. Horseman and um, this guy named Memphis. So, um, I went over there. I was one of the first girls who danced over there. And they, like, put me on all their promotions and shit. It was a small club. We made so much money up in there. So, this guy from New Orleans, he would come in there. He would spend a lot of money or whatever. And, um, he had asked the manager, because I'm cool with everybody, he asked the manager. He was like, hey, what's up with her? And, um... Chris had came back and told me he was like, uh he was like, nah, she good, she don't be fucked with nobody. Like she knew whatever, whatever. So he came back a few days later, he was like, Yeah, I got my report on you or whatever. And he was like, you know, I wanna, you know what I'm saying, fuck with you or whatever. I'm like, All right. So he steady coming to the club, he's spending money, he's spending money and whatever. And so he asked me out uh, on a date. He was like, Hey, um, I want I'm gonna come pick you up. I wanna go somewhere out to eat. Mind you, it was this other girl, she was getting pimped out. But I felt sorry for her. Like she wore glasses, she was light skinned, she talked like real quiet or whatever, and um she didn't have nowhere to stay, she was staying in the room, so I would go pick her up from um her room and bring her to work or whatever. So when he asked me um you no, know, the first time me and him went on a date, he can't pick me up. So he was like looking at box right there. And so when I got in the car, he had like a jaguar, it was like mint green, it was beautiful. He was like, open that box. And it was like a box full of money. He was just like, I just want to let you know, like, I ain't going to never need nothing from you. I know this Houston. I know um, pimp ass nigga. You ain't got to give me nothing. Like, I got you if you ever need me or whatever. So I was like, okay. So we went on a date. We dated. And then the next time we went on a date, um, he hit me up. He was like, come meet me somewhere. I had the girl with me. And she was like, well, I'm going to stay in the car because I ain't got no money. And I was like, girl, you ain't got to stay in the car. Like, I'll pay for your food. You good. Like, you ain't never got to feel like that. So she comes in the restaurant with us, whatever. Woo-woo. I walk to the restaurant, come back, everything good, solid. So by this time, I'm, I'm up in a strip club. Like, I'm making a lot of money. And um, me and him, like, we dating. Like, we go together now at this point. So um, a few months later, uh, one of my, the girl who I was dating at the time, um, one of her friends, end up telling me like, yeah, I seen uh 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 I seen your boyfriend and such and such in a club together. And I'm like, well, even if they is in a club together, okay, and like they know each other. I introduced them to each other like
0: The
1: Light skinned chick.
2: Yeah, the light skinned skin chick. chick. The mm-hmm. one that I was taking back and forth to work. I'm like, they know each other. I introduced them to each other, whatever. Like it wasn't nothing like that. But even if it was something I'd never let them like feel like, bitch, you telling me something No, no, I just would never let a bitch feel like she got one up on me so um I kind of like let it slide or whatever but at this time I think our relationship had kind of got like a little rocky for some reason I can't remember exactly what happened we was talking but we wasn't talking he wanted me to move like to the side of town he stayed in tumball I stayed in um in Houston so that's like an hour away from each other he wanted me to come move by him and you know he had bought me a condo and all type of stuff but I just always wanted my independence and I never wanted a man to feel like he had to like solely like take care of me, you know what I'm saying. So I didn't move where he wanted me to move. I did what I wanted to do, like kind of on my side. So um, for my birthday, he took me to the car dealership.
1: What the hell did they was doing together in the club? Like, I'm
2: about to get to that. Oh,
1: okay, <laughs> you ready to
2: get to that part?
1: <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Well, he took you to what?
2: He took me to the car dealership. And he said, pick whatever car you want, and he bought me a BMW off the showroom floor. And um, he just always do shit like that. So, um, we wasn't talking at the time and we got back, we kind of got back cool enough to where as we was like talking. So we went on another date. He said, you know, uh, meet me here or whatever. We could talk about it. Cause I said, yeah. Um, when I went on a date with him, um, after we wasn't talking for a little bit, I'm like, so why are you telling me that you and such and such was in the club together? He was like, don't be asking me no fucking questions. That's what he said.
1: As he should. Go ahead. No the fuck
0: he shouldn't have said <laughs> that.
2: But I ain't questioning it. I don't know. It kind of turned me on a little bit, but I couldn't just like show him that, but I didn't like it. When I thought about it, I didn't like it. But in the moment, I was like, Oof. Mm-hmm. okay, we ate our food. Everything was good. We laughing and kicking or whatever. I drove my own car. He drove his own car, but I ended up walking to his car, getting in his car, you know, say our last little goodbyes. If I'm coming to his house, he going to come to my house, whatever. So I see this camera in the um, car on the dash. And you know, women, we fidgety. Like, we see a comb, we gonna comb my hair. We see a brush, we see a piece of gum. We gonna pick something up. We just do that. That's just women do. I pick up the camera and I see, in the camera, I'm going through the pictures. It's a picture of him and her hugged up in the motherfucking club together. So I get the camera and I throw that bitch against his motherfucking window um, and shattered. it. He, that nigga pulled my damn hair. I got out the car and I'm like, I just went off on him like he calling my phone, blowing my phone up, blowing my phone up. I'm like, nigga, I just can't. Everything people were telling me, not only did they tell me they seen him in the club, they said they seen him in the mall too together. So I'm like, how the fuck y'all even like getting together? Mind you, she ain't had nowhere to stay. She was homeless. She was just coming from like fucking with a pimp nigga. So she was lost like for real. She was looking for somebody to save her. Bitches seeing what niggas do for me in the club. So they eyes are already open to the target. Like, you want me to do all the work to find a good nigga. But then once you see what he capable of, now you want to be up on him because he fucking with me. Or you seeing that he's spending money. Or you seeing the, the nice things that he's doing for me. So now you want to fuck with a nigga. Because mm-hmm. the nigga used to come in the club and nobody said shit to him. But as soon as the nigga start turning up, now all the bitches is on him. So I stopped talking to him. A <sighs> couple months later, we end up talking again. I meet him at his house. He said, meet me at my house, um, pull up, I'm going to be there. I'm like, all right. So I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. I pulled up in the garage, like the garage right here. I pull up and he he ain't there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like I'm texting him like, okay, how far you is? Mind you, like 45 minutes, 50 minutes and I already passed. So he pulls up behind me. I'm so mad. I just go straight up in the house or whatever. Go straight through the garage, go through the door, go upstairs. I had already took a shower and stuff. So I had just laid down or whatever. And so he comes upstairs and he was like, um, he got in the bed, but it was just weird. Cause he was like, yeah, if you don't do it, somebody else going to do it. And I'm like, nigga, what the fuck you mean? Somebody else going to do it. And all of a sudden I heard a big ass bass drop on the floor downstairs. The bitch was downstairs. I runs downstairs and I'm like, bitch, what the fuck you doing here? Like me and this bitch about to fight. She was like, yeah, you better be glad daddy upstairs. And I turn around and I run back upstairs and now me and him getting into it. So he runs back In the closet, he grabs this like pink Victoria's Secret bag, like this big, like where her money and ID and shit up in it. He throw it at her and um, he threw it at her and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck you holding this bitch money for? Like, what type of shit y'all got going on? So then he go downstairs and they end up, well, she ain't fight him back, but he was being more aggressive and he was, this all I heard, this. So he lived in this white neighborhood. He she ended up running out the motherfucking door. Me and him and I already motherfucking had all a fight upstairs. I end up getting in my car, driving off or whatever. He chasing the bitch down the motherfucking neighborhood. I guess he put her back in the house. Now he on the freeway chasing behind me. He was like, bitch, you ain't going nowhere. And I said, man, I can't believe you did this to me. Like, why would you even bring me up your house? You know, like, what the fuck you thought this was or whatever. So we end up, we end up stopped talking again. After that, I get a call two months later. He was like, man, I'm in my house and um, I just want to let you know, like, I really do apologize, man. That girl ain't have nobody. And I was really just trying to help her. Like, I got her ID. I didn't even ask her for her money. She was telling me to hold her money or whatever the money she was making at the strip club. So I was just putting it up for whatever. I ain't never took no money for that girl, asked her for no money or nothing. But he was like, I'm about to go to jail and the police is at my door. And he said, I love you and I'm sorry for everything. And he been in jail for the last 12 years. That's
1: the nigga? (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 damn where well, he went to jail for like why what happened like did they what a story
0: he was
2: a top person
1: oh okay he was investigated they finally ran up on him fair time mm-hmm. Damn. where he at
2: he was in Beaumont but um I think he, they moved him to like Colorado or some shit.
1: What if I know him? That'd
2: be crazy. He's from New Orleans. He, he 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 ran the shit that he was in. He ain't nothing to play with.
1: Should write a movie, a Tubi, one of Tubi motherfuckers.
2: Right, that was a good story. Huh? Yeah,
1: um, I didn't know where the story was going because <laughs> went from one nigga to the next. I was trying to. So
2: basically that was like when I first started like getting in the streets, I met that first nigga. So then when I got a little older and I started dancing and I moved and switched clubs, I ended up meeting the other guy mm-hmm. after that situation was over.
1: When you stopped stripping?
2: Um 2010. Why? Because I had a song um on the radio, my first song, that got me signed to Cash Money. I just stopped dancing after that. day. He went to jail. I stopped dancing. I was just like, you know what? I got to choose. I can't keep dancing and try to be an artist too. And then one day, um, I was working at Dreams at this time. Lady Gaga's manager had came in there and my song was playing on the radio. He was like, you just bring me like, I be hearing your song on the radio. Like, you a great artist. He was like, what are you doing up in here? And I'm like, well, this is how I pay for my motherfucking music, you know, to, to get it out there or whatever. He's like, you don't need to be up in here. He was like, you really need to take your music seriously. And you can make it. And, um. At that moment, I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to dance no more. Um. I mean, probably like a few days, a few weeks later, whatever. I kind of just changed up. And I stopped the. Uh, I stopped dancing. And I took my music career seriously. And I ended up um getting on the radio. I ended up meeting Birdman. Um. At Candy Shop in Houston. And, um. I met him the first time, and he told told somebody to come get me, um, came over there to his section. And the next day, he ended up uh, asking me, do I want to go on a tour bus with him and go out of town? And I had called my mom. I was like, mom, you think I should go on my sister's day? I was like, yeah, like, shit. That nigga got a lot to lose. What he going to do to you? I was like, all right. I went. And then um, the next day after that, we ended up going to jail, 18 of us, on the tour bus.
0: Birdman, everyone.
2: Me, Birdman, um his whole team. What? Because it was a new driver. Um the police came, pulled us over, and um they found weed on the um on the bus. Weed? Weed. And we was in Kingsport, Tennessee, And so it was 17 people, it was an odd number. So Birdman had told him, like, he was like, This is my wife, like I need her to be in a car with me, or whatever. And so I was eighteen at this time. And so, um, all over the blogs, they was like Birdman is dating his 18-year-old stripper wife. I was dancing. It was crazy. It was all over fucking every blog, everything. This was before Instagram and shit. I was fucking? No, I never had sex with him.
1: When you was on the show, who you signed to? Oh, which one? Love Hip Hop.
2: Stevie I mean, was trying to sign me, but I never.
1: It was something like they thought you was fucking somebody, right?
2: People act like they know my pussy better than me.
1: But they thought you was fucking who?
2: Um, I guess Stevie.
1: Stevie. And then you were getting into it with Jocelyn?
2: No, you talking about on Signed? With Rick Ross?
1: No, Signed.
2: Yeah, I was on Signed with with Rick Ross, Lenny S and the Dream. I
1: seen Love and Hip Hop when it was like one bitch that just hated you.
2: Uh, Enchiladas and... uh, (laughs) What did I call them? I forgot. It was so funny. Uh, Erica Meade and Enchiladas. Yeah, the orange hair. Estelita, right? Yeah.
1: mm -hmm. Yeah. And they hated you and they just knew that you was fucking somebody. I can't remember the script. Mm-hmm. I just remember.
2: Mm. I was the freshman to the motherfucking sophomore so they just wanted to kind of like pick on peek me on the but they year. had the wrong one. Mm. So then I moved from Houston to Atlanta in 2017. Um, another bad relationship that had happened. Um, and I just kind of left Houston, and I came and I got on TV. Um, they wanted me to kind of that to be my storyline, but at that point I couldn't really talk about it because I was just so hurt from that situation. Mm-hmm. it's a, another relationship, so I didn't, I didn't make, I didn't talk about that on the show. So that's why it was a whole another different storyline and that whole thing which stevie was really trying to um sign me but i could tell like how the way he was handling estelita like that wouldn't have been a good look for me
1: okay now i remember estelita like she was the she was the main girl or something and you Mm -hmm. came out of nowhere she was like yeah yeah i remember i remember i remember Mm -hmm. Hmm. so what are you doing now like since you're just single like you be dating
2: i only been single for like a month what you been doing nothing you need a friend i'm healing i don't need no distractions
1: i feel you i was gonna say that's night for you who What well, doesn't matter you're healing
2: so you want to put me on to one of your friends i ain't say that oh who you had for me who you think oh you talking in third person
1: yeah Right.
2: I mean I think you you would be a good catch, but I need to do my investigation a little bit more on you.
1: or well, like what?
2: what? I need to I don't know enough about you. Get mm-hmm. to know me. You are a little mysterious too.
1: Hmm. I just get to know me.
2: How many other people are you getting to know?
1: I'll be focused.
2: Um, For how long though? You got anxiety, like ADHD, like
1: I think I do. Yeah. What the hell? I got to do anything. You got a lot. I ain't got anxiety. <clears throat> Definitely ADD. No, ADD. I got ADD.
2: Because, like, I'll be trying to stay away from people because, like, when I'm like, really into somebody, I'll be attached and I'll be needing time. I'll be needing, like, I need you around.
1: I'm going to tell you, like, this. I am very, I'm like a magnet. Like, once you get like a with me like a, a sample not just sexually but you ain't gonna go nowhere so like when I when I deal with women I don't, I can't deal with all women because I know like what's gonna happen and
2: what's your type
1: you for sure
2: mm, but not just physically though like what type of woman do you like I like um what type of attributes do you want your woman
1: like or your very, wife very feminine have? women Affectionate women. I like women that speak life into me.
0: Mm.
1: Um, I feel like I bring so much to the table without money. I feel like I know exactly how to treat a woman, what to do with women. And if I ain't getting that return in some way, shape, or form, I gotta get the fuck on. So. I need a smart woman, woman that can just like look at me and I don't have to say anything. Like she can just read me, not just like emotionally, but like, like she was just look into my business. Like, okay, you know, throw me ideas and I just help, like a helper. Mm-hmm. If she's going to be like my girlfriend or a wife, if I ain't getting that, then we would just waste some time.
2: So um, if you was to like get a girlfriend, like what, what, what signif- signifies that? Y'all like are together? Like, would you ask her to be your girlfriend, mm-hmm. or would y'all just be like kind of fucking around, and it just kind of like, okay, this is my nigga or my girl, or because I, I would want a man to like ask me to I'm, be his woman, like, yeah,
1: I'm gonna do it that way,
2: almost like a celebration, like, yeah, will you be my girlfriend?
1: I'm gonna make it like some cute shit. I
2: I
0: love cute shit.
1: Make it a thing. This one time. I wrote this girl a note. <laughs> I was like, I just wrote, Can you be my, do you want to be my girlfriend with a box? Yes or no? And that was my way of showing what Would it. she say yes? Yeah.
2: How long y'all was together?
1: Like two three years. Two years.
0: Why was it always two or three years?
1: I was going through my fed case and she wasn't supportive enough.
0: Mm.
1: So I left her. She wasn't ready to be no girlfriend that way. She did wasn't she try
2: there. to spin the block on you? Try to come back?
1: Maybe a little bit. Did you fun-
2: try to go back? Or did uh-uh. you go back? I don't go back. You don't spin the block? Mm-mm. If I spin, it's going to be around the globe.
1: <laughs> Where you get that from? I'm a rapper. Oh, yeah. Thought you was a singer.
2: I do both. Oh. Very well.
1: Okay. Well, you spend the block, of course. Women spend the block all the time.
2: I used to, but I'm not about to be nobody's like Goofy Gobbler.
1: Goofy Gobbler, I feel you.
2: Like you keep allowing a nigga to just come back, come back, come back. He always gonna feel like he can lay his hat right there anytime and continue to come back. Like you gotta set standards for yourself. You can't just let people just come back in your life after they didn't did something. Like, emotionally, physically, mentally, something to you that was unsettling. So, from this point forward, no. I'm not spinning the block. Yeah. And it's, it's it's people who have tried to come and who I've, you know, talked to at a point in time in my life. And, like, hey, give me your number. We could talk. I'm like, nigga, we have nothing to talk about. It's nothing that we need to talk about. Like, I don't want to be your friend. We don't need to talk and hang none of that. Like, No. They like, dang, I thought we was cool. In that season, we was. In this new season, we not. It's nothing for me to talk about because when you had me and I was on you like that, you didn't take me serious. So, there ain't no need to try to switch it up now. Mm-hmm. Go do you, boo-boo.
1: I won't fumble you.
2: You want what? You almost fun with their work. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I laugh so loud. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I got butterflies.
2: <laughs> you won't fumble me. No, I'm scared. I'm scared to just date. Like I don't even know what people's intentions are. Like
1: I'm gonna tell you my intentions. What are they? I'm here to be a friend. That's it. A nice, genuine friend. Somebody to talk to. You know, say if you need to go out dinner, like with no like expectation
0: mm-hmm
1: I get enough for.
2: So you got a lot of friends. you don't need another one. Never trust friendship too last because friend got an END on it.
1: Do you want to be mates? I, want be
2: I don't want to be anything mm. I really don't know what I want at this point. I'm just trying to I'm just going through the motions.
1: We can go through the motion together.
2: I don't want to put that burden on you.
1: What burden? You said guys got wide back wide backs because we got the world on our shoulders. <laughs> so I mean Okay. I can handle it.
2: I don't even just feel like dating, like and I don't
0: wanna Ooh, like We ain't dating. How you want to be friends?
1: We'll see.
2: You got it. I got bitches. I got niggas. You got bitches. I wanna slow it down that. with everything that I say. I really want you, you, you in the club like boo, boo, woo.
1: He said you ain't got no niggas. I don't. I ain't got
2: it. You said you get pussy. so Yes.
1: I'm a man. I can get pussy for sure. Like, it's easy. It's easy. I'm saying that I just got a bunch of bitches. That's but,
2: what they said to me, though.
1: Well, I'm just letting you know it's not. I mean, I can get pussy. Pussy is just easy.
2: So why you ain't made one of them your
0: girlfriends?
1: I ain't looking for a girlfriend. Actually, I, I would love to have a girlfriend. But, but I don't need nobody slowing me down. I don't need nobody trying to fuck up what I got going on. I can't stop this. I can't change this. I don't want nobody calling me like, you said this to this girl. Or like when she go viral, like you get mad or jealous So your friends telling you one thing. Like, shit, we already talked about this. Like, you know, this is a job for me. It's a job. You think I'll be fucking them girls?
2: That's how I feel in my lifestyle. Like, it's a job. Like, if I'm with you, I'm with you. But if it, if I have to be a little flirtatious to get through the dough, then let me do that. Because right. you should trust enough in me to know I'm not about to be fucking with no niggas for real.
1: Yes. Yes. That's how it should be. the job. Yeah, do you think I be fucking these women on the show?
2: I don't think you be fucking them like that, but I think you have a few times. And hmm. you done tried it out. It was mm. a good time you drinking. You being flirty on here.
1: What you think after, after the show?
2: I mean, it don't have to be immediately after, but oh. after. Mm. Mm. You have. Mm-mm. Okay. That's honorable.
1: Yeah. It might have been in one situation, but that was.
2: It didn't go nowhere?
1: Mm mm. Like, we already knew each other for a very long time. It just, just happened. We didn't have sex. It was just like making out. So kissing? Yeah. How was that? It was cool.
2: You enjoyed it? You like kissing? I do. I see.
1: <laughs> that was a peck. Like.
2: Yeah. So if you was in a relationship, would you do those type of things? That's disrespectful. If you have to think about it, then... It's a job for me. So it's like basically like you're an actor and you're in a movie and you have to play this role and it might be you have to kiss this other person but it's really like nothing that's like really attached like you're not really attached to that person.
1: Yeah. Me and Lyric are just homies. Like after that kiss we we hung out. Went to dinner a couple times. Me and our her friends. Spent the night with them.
2: Shit. <laughs> yeah, keep that in there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we never had sex though. Like we ain't do nothing. Like we just hung out. She stayed in the for like a few days and we just hung out. You want nothing.
2: So shit. y'all didn't you ain't try to like
1: she want a relationship. Like she want a she want a nigga for real. And when when I sense that like I ain't going to play with you. I ain't going to, like, try to act one way and then get some pussy and then switch up on you and see. Once you tell me that, it's like, what's your idea?
2: Yeah, well, stay away from me.
1: You don't need a boyfriend. You don't need a nigga.
2: Yes, I do. I not, don't need it. I want that.
1: You don't want, You just got out of one a month ago. So how you look like hopping back in a fresh relationship when you still got this other nigga on your mind? Like, that was one of the best relationships you ever had. You'll go. I'm it not saying
2: that I want it, like, within the next couple of days, but... Eventually.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean eventually of course, but like she wanted today. Like tomorrow.
2: How long you gotta date somebody until you like make it
1: and It don't take long. It really it depends on the person, like she's one, she lives across the fucking globe. And then two, she has a child. So that wouldn't be my ideal situation. Why would you I got kids? No. Me neither. We perfect for each other. So, I, I think about, like, I, I examine the situation. Do you
2: think having kids, like, does that put, like, a dent in a man's mind, like, especially if you don't have kids, like?
1: Not really. It just it depends on the woman, how good of a woman she is, and, like, the situation between them and the father. Like, I, I don't really date women with kids. once they There's a
2: lot of women that don't
0: got kids?
1: Yeah, once that I meet, oh, okay. I ain't got really kids. But I just... Once I, once I hear they got kids, I just, I don't even want to get to know. That'd be my first questions. You got a baby? And then once. You
2: ain't asked me, did I have kids?
1: I know you ain't got kids. How you know? I did my research. No, I didn't do my research. Yeah. <laughs> but I just know you ain't got kids.
0: Hmm.
1: I just know you don't. I know you don't. It's not even, you know.
2: When I have kids, I want to be married. That's. My goal, or at least being engaged or something like. Not saying that marriage is gonna make it work, cause I know that you know things happen. However it happens, but I just want to know like a person is like really there for me, and they're not gonna leave me and my child by myself, cause I didn't have my daddy. He was mm-hmm. never around. I went to go sit on my daddy's porch in my kindergarten after my kindergarten graduation. I just always yearned for that male figure to be in my life, and he was just never there. Mm-hmm. And people just walk out so easy. And that's why I say just walk out my life like my daddy did. Because it's so easy. People don't want to fight.
1: You say that in a relationship? Yeah. Just walk out my life like my daddy did. Fuck you, nigga.
2: I don't mm. never say. I'm not disrespectful. I don't curse at me and, and my man anyway. Like I've never cursed at him. He never cursed at me. We don't call each other out names. Nothing. It would be a civilized conversation. Just hey. like how we talking right now
1: as it should so like the other day right this girl i was dealing with who was at a party like a pool party or something mm-hmm. and um she called me like she ain't really social so she was just in the corner like, she called me she was like i'm ready to go and i was like all right give me a little bit so like, i'm just to go sit in the car or something 30 minutes go by like i'm just like just being me you know what i'm saying like i'm everybody want to take pictures and talk and have conversations so Networking. Yeah. So she called me again. I don't pick up because I already know about it. Let's go. Like yeah. I ain't just, I'm not ready yet. Just so, so she come out of nowhere. I'm ready to go. I said, yeah. And I'm sitting down with a woman. Said, I'm ready to go. I'm like, all right, give me like a couple minutes. No, now. I say, yo, like, relax. Like, what are you doing? I'm ready to go right now. I'm like, all right, I don't want to make no scene in this motherfucker. All right. I'm going to get up. Let's go. So we get in the car. She get the thing like. I am like, "Yeah, Yo, what's your problem? Like, why why would you do that?" She's like, "Nigga, I told you I was ready to go. Then your bitch ass ain't to pick up the phone. Da 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 bitch. Da 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 bitch. Oh da-da, my god. Da da bitch. And then I got somebody in the car with me. One of my like my producer in the car. Oh, oh my god. And it took everything out of me not to slap the shit out of. Because,
2: definitely a slap, but I'm not condoning violence.
1: Right. I don't like, but mm-hmm. I I wouldn't hit her because I'm not.
2: That yeah, but.
1: But I got to show her something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just disrespect me like that. So I got to play it out cool because I'm in front of people. I don't want to argue in front of people. I'm not even that type of person to be confrontational and then do it in public. So, all right, whatever. I just act. Okay. So, as we're going home, I'm thinking in my mind, like, what are the some ways I could have did better? Like, okay, let me not just think that she's all wrong. Let me try to think, like, the old me would just be like, this, this this bitch is crazy and nothing Whatever. i will be just thinking it's all her first. So I'm trying to think, like, what did I do wrong? How could I have fixed it? What could I have done better? And I couldn't think of anything. So when we get to the crib, he got out of the car. I said, bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? I said, don't ever talk to me like that. Don't ever disrespect me like that in front of nobody. She's like, it was just Sean. I said, I don't give a fuck who it is. Right. You don't ever talk to me like that. I said, brother, I really wanted to slap the shit out you, but it would be wrong of me to slap you. I said, but you, I said but you know what I could do? I said I'll leave you. I said I never talk to you again in my life. If you ever think about doing it ever again. You don't ever talk to a nigga like that ever, bitch. Like if we talking amongst each other like like she might say bitch some shit like jokingly, but in the midst of an argument you say some shit like you really trying to like hurt me. So like now I got to hurt you back. Like that's what's on my hand. Like me cursing you out is not going to hurt you. Me just put my hands on you will. But what what hurt even more is me leaving your ass. And what we got to clear about, you know what? I believe I left. I ain't never come back. I was like, yeah, I'm done. This ain't for me. But women are just disrespectful, bro. Niggas, They just. Some. Some. Some women that weren't raised, right?
2: Well, you definitely did the right thing. I think so. Because that was a huge red flag. And that's a no-no. You never disrespect a man like that.
1: It ain't nothing like you could just, like, don't do it again. No, that's something in you. Yes,
2: because you're going to do that again. You're going to do it again. And the, the last nigga allowed it to happen, and that's how y'all communicated with mm-hmm. each other. So you think moving forward, that's how you're supposed to act with every man that you deal with. Mm-hmm. And it's some real polished men. Like, you can't talk to him like that. Like, you don't even need to be raising your voice. Like, if you want to go sit in the car, you could go sit in the car and you wait. Or you could have just waited around, had grabbed you a drink, and when he was ready and finished doing what he was doing then okay let's go
1: or uber just take your ass home i'm about to leave
2: yeah that's it right there.
1: i'm about to go don't put it all on me shit i asked you did you want to go you said yeah you know what i do you know what i'm saying like i'm just motherfucking this bitch chilling you know what i do you know what i'm saying don't make it an issue in front of people you got me fucked up horrible Mm -mm -mm.
0: unbelievable
1: unbelievable I'm glad I did it and shit. Anyway, though, she wasn't the one for me. You was bored. What you mean?
2: That we was dealing with her because you was bored?
1: Nah, I just felt like she was understanding. Like, she was like, yo, you can have another girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, <laughs> I don't care what you do. Like, Have you, know, you
2: ever thought about being in a polygamy relationship? Yeah. Would you like that better?
1: Um. Yeah, I think so. I think that... um. Not just polygamy. I think taking care of multiple women, like, and having multiple women love and care for me. Mm. Yeah, but if I get one woman that does everything for me, I wouldn't. I would sacrifice that, and just be That sounds better. That sounds better. Would you ever do polygamy?
2: I thought about it for a quick second and then it just said well you was almost at,
1: in the strip club with the other girls and like
2: I mean but that was when I was younger though It was like, like the, young you. the young me like the person who I was a long time ago and now it's like mm. a totally different person like mm. I'm the best person in my whole life that I've ever been today
1: mm. how do you? Like this the best version of me how do are you? 34 okay Not gonna tell me.
2: We the same age. Oh, we your birthday? June 11th. Oh,
1: at least we like almost compatible.
2: That's why I asked you a song. Would you say that don't matter?
1: I really don't. But we are compatible. I <laughs> will hmm. take my time with you.
2: You know. It's a big city. This is a big rich town.
1: You're a big woman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that big word.
1: It ain't a bad thing. Like a stallion. Like mm-hmm. you like you said right, like it's You like little niggas? Like six, if a nigga was like five, six, seven. I don't know.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, but a lot of like short men always try to talk to me though, for Good. some reason. And maybe have a tree. Maybe a big confidence. But I do mm-hmm. like tall men because I'll be liking somebody I could just like look up to. Okay, like, he mm-hmm. makes me feel small.
1: Without your heels, right? Yeah, without. With mean? your heels. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, without my heels on. Mm.
1: Stand, up, stand up! Let me see how tall you look. Let's see. Let's see this shit. Hey, you can look up to me. Give me a look. I just feel right. <laughs>
0: Still good. you do too. Thank okay. oh,
1: you. Oh, you're real, like, affectionate. Yeah. You look great, okay?
2: You do. I'm just looking at it. I like it a lot.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. Mmm. butterflies right
0: now you do yeah That's
2: good. i like butterfly feelings it makes me feel like i'm i'm human and i'm living mm-hmm. and something can make me feel different than what i felt before
0: mm. yeah i'm making me blush. i don't like that <laughs> <laughs> what i'm
1: sorry i'm just looking at you i'm sorry you got nothing to say mm. i ain't got nothing to say you want to end the show and make out or something
0: <laughs> it's good.
1: That was dope. That was dope. i don't <laughs> want to i don't want to be like this on my on my podcast because Like they always assume That I'm gonna be like this With everyone And then some women Be like They be scared to come on the show Because I'm just too flirtatious I don't wanna be that nigga But niggas like Seeing that shit Everybody likes seeing me Just fight with women And
2: It's your eyes Uh You just like You just be looking like It's like your eyes just Talk Without you saying anything Um What they saying? They saying I want to bite your lip.
1: I was thinking the same thing.
2: That's what your eyes just told me.
1: That's what I was thinking. (laughs) 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 That's what I was thinking.
2: No, you wasn't.
1: I swear to God.
2: Uh, That's what your eyes said. That's what it said to me.
1: Man. That's
2: Mm. crazy. Yeah. Have you ever had somebody come on here with, like, with their girlfriend and boyfriend?
1: Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he was cool, too. I was like, you, you okay with your girl coming on? like, yeah, man, I fuck with you, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I love your shit.
2: But you wasn't, you turned that shit down, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. She was, like, she was a real, like, speaker. Like, she was just talking.
2: Oh, like, okay, okay, okay. She
1: was just going in. Like, we had to just, like. I didn't even get to say two words real. She just kept talking like. Burr, burr, burr. No, that's good. But um, who else came with their boyfriend? Somebody came with their husband before. Um, um, One nigga came, one girl came with her manager. And then he had his girl. Well, it was a little weird. I thought they was all together at one point. <laughs> but like they were just sitting there watching me <laughs> and then we had took some shrooms and
2: shrooms is like the new thing a lot of people are taking
1: Yeah, i ain't no shit. you just take all the time you tried it never and I ain't no shit. you supposed to take that shit for like i don't take it just to get high my get friends them
2: take it and they be saying they be high for like 12 six hours
1: yeah it's a long ass but they ain't you ain't they doing it wrong you're not supposed to just be high it's like you got to use it for a purpose I don't just want to take like showing just to be like high, giggling and being in the club and shit. I need to go to the beach. I need to go to fucking. Jamaica. Yeah. I get my passport back September 23rd.
2: Well, book the flights.
1: I don't know if I could be around you for three days and just be your friend. I ain't going to hold you. Maybe I should get separate rooms.
0: That's
2: fine.
1: Yeah, I'll do that. i do that.
2: Thank you for polishing me.
1: You're welcome. I had something to slip to I just had to hold it in. You know what
2: what you going to say? Sit. It's for podcast purposes.
1: Uh, well... I got some coconut oil. I could polish you some more. <laughs> yeah. why you laugh like that? <laughs> That's wrong.
2: Oh, shoot. Mm.
1: You like your feet massaged?
0: Yeah, I do.
1: You want them massaged?
0: Sure. You can massage it. I got a big feet.
1: You do got some big ass feet. God
2: damn. I oh, wear a size With 10.
1: <laughs> yeah. I
2: wear a size 10 but they clean and they clean 10 in women? mm mm-hmm. 8 in men
1: That's not bad, I ain't, I
2: ain't bad. What size shoe you wear?
1: Um, uh, 11 44
2: oh, Okay That's not bad
1: Let me go get some coconut oil It might make it better Girl You better
0: go home <laughs>
1: Yeah Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I should just give you a full body massage. Like no,
2: I, the feet is. Fine. That'd
1: be just right, first. Let me ease my way up.
2: I ain't had a feet massage in a long time. Damn,
1: you ain't go to the you ain't go to like massage
2: place? Yeah, I go to massage places. At least
1: I'm like by a person, like a regular person.
2: Mm, you I'm like big, feet? I do. For real?
1: Hell yeah, yeah. Maybe not big feet, but.
2: <laughs> so, my feet too big to go in your mouth? No, no, no. Okay.
1: What are you saying? What?
2: <laughs> 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 oh, shoot. Okay, period.
1: I'm how to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like,
2: oh, this is how you get them, huh? I
1: don't do this for everybody. Oh, okay. No, I don't do this. You got a little bunion out there.
2: That's not no bunion. What is it? It, I think my shoes was probably too tight and they left a little mark. Yeah. Bunions be big and they be hard. Mm-hmm. Do they look hard to you? No. Exactly. What do they smell like?
1: Nothing. Coconut, oil, no.
2: My pedicure cost
1: $200. For what? Oh, you get the house, the, the last one? Yeah. Does it feel any better? It's gonna do the same thing.
2: It's different It definitely it gives you everything. And then I get acrylic on all my toes.
1: Acrylic? I am just, I'm just supposed to get acrylic?
2: Just on the big toe. But I get them on all like That's to make it hard? Yeah. So that'd be an extra amount. Mm-hmm.
1: 200 dollars Then your hands.
2: Yeah, my hands be like $150. I mean the most I this time I only paid like two Two oh two. Two oh two. Yeah. Cause I I got the sixty dollar pedicure and then the um tips and then I only got I usually get designs on all my nails, but I just wanted a French pedicure. So it was only two oh two, but I paid up to like three fifty, three sixty at the nail shop. It'd be a little expensive.
1: You like it those looked?
2: I only had it done like once or twice. And yeah. If you know how to do it right, like it almost gives you an orgasm. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, we have one. Okay. The other ones and
0: one look prettier. You don't? This one?
2: <laughs> What's wrong with this one? I don't know. Are they fatter? My toes? I don't know what happened.
1: Happen. Happen. I don't know. Something mm-hmm. happened.
0: Something happened? Something happened.
2: Well, that one, this one, since it ain't as pretty as the other one, need a little bit more love.
0: Yeah,
2: I got you. You got to love on the ugly. On the ugliest. Got to live on the
1: Feel? Amazing. Yeah?
2: feel good. Mm. You got some nice nails. Okay. You be going to get your...
1: No, I cooking myself. I don't like going to the nail shop on myself.
2: Oh, you definitely don't want to go with me. Why? I'll be in there for like two hours. Doing what? My nails and my toes. It take two hours? At least.
1: What? My shit take like 30 minutes?
2: You get your toes done too? Like pedicure?
1: If I'm with a girl, yeah.
2: Okay. Get the whole thing. Well, they got hookah and drinks, so.
1: Where, where you going? What about hookah and drinks?
2: The place that I be going to.
1: They got hookah? You just be in like a the lounge? Mm-hmm. They got music and shit, too?
2: I mean, Chinese music.
1: Man, who idea was that? These motherfuckers smart.
2: It's right there. Well, you know how it used to be at? In the parking lot where uh, Severn Suites is? Yeah. Right there. It's a smoke shop, nail shop.
1: I'm about to open up a nail shop.
2: Man, nail shop costs. Almost as much as a lace wig cough. I
1: might open up a nail shop and make it like a lounge. You know how they got a bistro, auto bistro? Oh, yeah. it some food in, them that's one right the, in there. That's
2: the side of town I stay. Oh, not the auto bistro. It's called Barber Bistro. They got a barber shop on one side.
1: Barber Bistro? Mm-hmm. So they got hooker around. Like, it's
2: a restaurant on one side and it's a barbershop on the other side. That shit crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: So you been up here chilling on a Friday.
2: Yep. I just got my nails done, though, so maybe we can go to the nail shop in two weeks.
1: Oh, you going to go with me?
2: Yeah, I'll go with you.
1: Let's got be date?
2: Mm-hmm. No. What? No. Yeah. I don't want the nail shop to be a
0: date.
2: I mean, it can that be is. one it's of the date. dates,
1: but... I don't know, I guess. It's a date. What else would you call it? Just... Fucking outing. Hanging out. I guess. All right, let me see if I can make you orgasm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. You got to use your mouth. I am. You was crazy.
1: I know, but I got to do it for the podcast, though.
2: Okay? <laughs> that is funny.
1: am like, why are you do it? <laughs> I haven't <laughs> done this in <for> so long. I <laughs> hey,
2: Oh my gosh.
1: Just got to. For the fans.
2: Oh shit.
1: God. Uncut.
2: Damn. My thigh's are. You see? Yeah. I'm trying to get some muscles right here. So that's, now I gotta really lose some weight to. I gotta lose more weight to get muscles right
1: here.
0: (laughs)
2: Oh, my gosh. Oh wow.
1: Did it do? Orgasm.
2: It's getting hot in here. Oh my gosh.
1: It is. You feel this? Ah!
2: Jesus Christ wow yeah. that's definitely going viral <laughs> 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 oh my
0: god oh oh
2: shit oh my oh. god I'm not gonna lie that was that felt amazing
1: I can't believe I did that
2: that felt really good yeah I don't know what I'm gonna do with you
0: What? She's
1: trying to relax.
2: <laughs> You're funny. I haven't ate all day. I need to get some food. What time is it? Damn, we have been in this bitch, huh? Yeah. want to feed you. What?
1: Some meat. I mean,
2: posha. I don't eat meat.
1: I mean, that yeah, pasta. That's cool go okay well it's been a great show y'all <laughs> um <laughs> about to go get some meat
0: oh
2: yeah I had a wonderful time.
1: I had a great time yeah. You want to give me a hug before you go?
0: Yep, I hate a hug.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. What? Just come here. Come here, let
1: me Put this leg over here. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You are beautiful.
0: Thank you.
2: <laughs> I'm definitely
1: not gonna <laughs> have <laughs> my boyfriend. <not> <laughs> no, listen. What you gotta do is you're just gonna call it like it was for podcast purposes. You gotta tell that like
2: beforehand,
1: right? Yeah, like yo listen, it was just all funny games. Brittany <laughs> Yes, nice. yes, yeah. Yeah but, nothing, nothing. Um show's over. Bye. <laughs> <Yeah! laughs> it over